All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday, December 14th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. Marcel, man, looking forward to uh, talking about this card with you. Tuesday afternoon, 5 p.m. Eastern. Again, guys, the podcast new time now, 5 p.m. Eastern, Monday and Tuesdays. Marcel, what's going on, man? Not much, to be honest, at the moment, man. I, I had a, a pretty busy day at work today. Lots of mail. And, uh, you know, people are still having these, uh, how do you say that? Those uh, program guides for what's coming on TV. You know, you have them, you just have to check them on TV. People have them still coming. And there's a double edition this week. So, yeah, I was so, so happy with that. But, um, yeah, I'm happy I was home at a certain moment. And, uh, yeah. I'm yeah, it just, to, uh, you know, Marcel, every time you're talking about your job as a mailman, it, just, it, it bothers you. Not, not in the fact that you're, you're a hardworking guy. It's just that you got such a mind for this game you need to be working in this industry 100 percent, like full-time 24 7. it just blows my mind it boggles my mind i felt the same way about myself for a long time too so it's a weird industry guys you got really talented people like marcel that don't have full-time employment in this industry i just don't get it hopefully in the future marcel this changes for the people that are coming into the sport you know now in 10 years from now they'll get more opportunities but you know how it is, Marcel. It's a grind. It's just again. Uh, I know you like you like your job doing uh, the mail, but to me, it's like you, it's such a waste for this industry that you're not breaking fights twenty four seven. That's all I wanted to say, man. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, no problem, yeah, man. No, yeah. I, I mean it. I mean it, man. You're a hardworking guy. All right, hype MMA. Let's get to twenty. Let's do it, man. Let's get right into it because we have fourteen fights. So let's just start with the first one. Let's work our way through this card. All right, Marcel. First fight in the night, and I I sent Marcel a tweet or a DM yesterday. I'm like, Marcel. This fight's really weird, man. I'm having a hard time with this one. So I, I can't wait to hear your thoughts because I have no idea what you're thinking. we got Jordan Levitt taking on Matt Sales. This is a really, really tough fight to call, in my opinion. Um, and the odds indicate that. It's a pick of minus 110 each, Marcel. So as you call it, Marcel, it's one of those nightmare fights to pick, I think, anyways. What, what's your thoughts on it, man? But because you said it so explicitly to me that it's difficult, I want to hear yours, actually. Okay, that's fair. Goes. I just think yeah. it's a tough fight to call, man. I think that mm -hmm. Levitt... You know, looked amazing against Matt Wyman for like 15 seconds or over 20 seconds. However, the, <laughs> yeah. the fight lasted. Looked terrible against Claudio Puelas, who I predicted would beat him. Mm -hmm. um, and then you got Matt Sales, who's, I think, what, one and two in the UFC, and he's hasn't fought in almost two years, coming off a twister loss. It's just a weird fight. You know, also, it's at lightweight. Matt Sales has been fighting at featherweight. He's moving mm -hmm. he's moving up a weight class um, in his return, although I don't, I don't think he's, his plan is to stay there forever. I just find it a, a, a difficult fight. Also, John uh, from the All-Star interviewed Matt, who said that he got up to 250 pounds heavy during his two years off. So he got up to heavyweight um, at one point, which kind of concerns me a little bit. I'm not going to lie, Marcel. I felt like this is a really tough fight to call, guys, honestly, because I think Matt Sales can beat Jordan Levin. I think he can knock him out. I think he can maybe you know, hang with him in the grappling. But I think that the fact that it's at lightweight and not at featherweight and Levitt um, he's not fighting a really high-level grappler like Pauls. He's fighting a guy who's not as – I don't think as good as Pauls on the ground. I think Levitt's grappling should be enough to kind of grind him out of decision here, Marcel, but I'm not confident at all. I'm not going to lie. And I feel like this is kind of a coin flip fight. So the minus 110 odds, to me, they look really fine. Um, so it's, it's it's a pick for Jordan Levitt, but he's not confident, Marcel. What, what about you, man? it's so difficult to see how sales comes back you know i think his losses are against legit guys against yeah. shaman morais and against um Bryce mitchell. Against Bryce mitchell yeah the twister one mm -hmm. um 
Levitt was really not impressive in his last fight, man, against Claudio Puelles, I think. And you called that. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah. I remember that. Um, before that, you can't really say anything about the Wyman fight. It was so quick, you know, so you yeah. can't really read anything from that. And uh, before that, he had that uh, Luke Flores fight against uh, on the Contender Series where he won. Also got a win over uh, Bevan, Lu Lu uh, Bevan Lewis's brother. Um, yeah. I, 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 I'm just going against you in this one. I'm thinking I'm going with sales. I think it's super clean shot. I'm not taking sales for the knockout, probably. Yeah, I think it's possible, man, for sure. This is a really tough fight to call, guys. Daniel said, Mr. Pavey, you, you, oh, come on, Daniel. Are you trolling this for? I have trouble being sales level. It's such a blatant set of fight. It could, it, it seems like it, right? It does seem like that, but he's not that great, man. He doesn't have much striking. His wrestling is not as good as, you know, we had thought, I think. Matt Sales is a pretty good striker. He's got a lot of knockout power. His grappling is is okay, um, except for the last fight, obviously. But he did submit Kyle Nelson, so this is a tough fight to call, man. Maybe it's gonna maybe it'll play a lot easier than what we're thinking. Maybe one of these guys dominates, but I think it's just a really tough fight to call because the layoff for Sales. We haven't seen him forever. We just don't know how he's gonna perform. Again, I'm gonna pick Levitt, but I'm not confident, guys. All right, next fight. This this fight's also kind of a uh, tricky one, I think. <laughs> There's some. There's a lot of fights in this card where I'm really confident in some of the winners, but these first couple are, are sketchy. I can honestly, no disrespect, but I can honestly say that the bout order in this one is pretty much uh, legit. You know what I mean? The fights we should be one and two probably on the prelims are one and two. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Okay, so we got Dante Mays against Josh Parisian. Dante Mays minus one ninety, Josh Parisian plus one sixty five. They're both coming off a win over Roki Martinez, so the fight makes sense from a matchmaking perspective. Give me your thoughts, Marcel. What do you think? Yeah, if you look at uh, Josh Parisian, he got that win over Rocky Martinez, which is a very controversial win. I think uh, Rocky could could have got that one as well. Let me, let me just say, I, I bet on Rocky and I picked him. I thought he won the fight, and um, I think that really it should be you know Rocky coming off the win over Josh, not the other way around. I think he got cut after that. So yeah, like, he got it's it's yeah. brutal, man. This sport, like one judge could have given him that fight, he would have stayed in the UFC. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. To be honest, I hate it from the UFC as well. You know, if you see a fight where, where like, 99% of the people could see that Rocky Martinez won, and you're going to cut him after. And they have done it before with other mm -hmm. fighters as well, you know. I really don't like that. But, hey, what can you do the UFC? They now also said he never lies about fights yeah, uh, on Saturday. So, hey, who am I to go against them? Um, Josh Parisian, yeah. Hasn't impressed me at all so far, man. Got to be honest here. Uh, I remember him uh, getting uh, getting the win over Greg Rebello. Like uh, it's like three years ago already. Mm -hmm. Then he was hoping to get a contract, and then the, and then Dana was like, "We're gonna put you on the Ultimate Fighter." And he looked like, "Oh man, <laughs> I know." And, uh, yeah, he he didn't want the Ultimate Fighter, but uh, got some got some wins at the let's say at the regional circuit. Comes to Contender Series, got a win there. Uh, didn't look good against Parker Porter at all. Actually, also didn't look good against Rocky Martinez. So, if you look at Dante Mace, man, Mace actually fought Cyril uh, Gunn in his UFC debut, right? And uh, he got submitted very late in the third round. After that, the loss to Nascimento. And he won against Rocky Martinez. So, for me, it's like it's really a 50-50 fight again here. But I'm really feeling like I'm going with uh, with Dante Mace here. I'm taking Mace via a, a typical heavyweight decision win. Yeah, this fight is really weird. Um, I think this fight could be really it could it could be a quick knockout, but I feel it's gonna be a grind, honestly. I think these guys are gonna grind at each other against the fence. Give me one of those type of fights, Marcel. They're both just really inconsistent. Like both guys mm -hmm. just they 
I mean, they have their wins over Roki, but it doesn't say much. Let's be honest. And then when they fought higher level guys, they've lost. Oh, I, I, this is a this is a tricky one too. I got to be honest. Um, I'm just I'm off the Josh Parisian bandwagon now though, so I'm gonna have to pick Dante May just because I'm just not. I I I, I thought Parisian three years ago when he knocked out Robello, I thought he could have did something in the UFC, but he took too long to get here, and now that he's here, he just hasn't looked great in my opinion. Um, at least May's. He's still in his twenties. He could make some improvements. You know, I'll say that. So no. go with Dante Mays. Um, I think he's going to grind it out though, Marcel, for a decision. What are you going to say? I really felt like the three years ago when Parisian won that the UFC actually was banking on Greg Rebello winning that fight. You know, they might when have he been, did, yeah. yeah, and when he didn't, they were like, "I put him on the Ultimate Fighter," and it uh, didn't do him any any good, in my opinion. But hey, yeah, yeah. I, anyways, I'm looking looking at some odds for this one. I, I think the fight goes over one and a half, so it's yeah. minus, minus one eighty. So again, heavyweights they typically you know end in a quick knockout. But I feel like the way these guys match up, I think it's going to be, you know, uh, I think the fight goes maybe the third three rounds. Marcel, honestly, it's a grind. That's what I feel like. So I don't know if what you're, you you think so, or you think it's going to be a knockout. Maybe. Yeah, I have a decision. Yeah, there you the go. So we, heavyweight decision. We're both like that. All right, let's go to the comments here. Born against a 50-50 fight. I'll take the dog for fun. Yeah, I don't blame you in a heavyweight fight. I don't blame you for two low level guys. Appreciate ground finishes, made finish on the ground. It's true. Um, appreciate big fear, Dave. Uh, not, not against Rebello, though. Rebello, he was an underdog in that fight, I believe. Um, all right, let's go to the next fight here. Macy Chason against Raquel Pennington. Odds for this one. Oh, it's that women's featherweight fight, by the way, guys. This is at 145, eh? Did you notice that, Marcel? This is at 145, guys. Um, no, it's at 135, man. According to UFC stats, it's at 145. What the hell? So it must have changed. Okay, so that's interesting. I want to tweet something out about that. But right now we got Raquel Pennington, minus 200. Macy Chason, plus 170. What are you thinking about this one, man? Um, Difficult, to be really honest, man, because I think Chason has, uh, has a good future. But on the other hand, man, if you look at, the, at who Macy has fought so far, um, Probably the best, the the her best win is against Penny Kianzat, right? And that was the ultimate fighter finale, um, in my opinion. Then, uh, and still that Lena Landsberg fight, man, that that Macy lost, that's really concerning still to me because I don't see Lena Landsberg as as a top ten or whatever. You know, if you look at Raquel Pennington, she's on a two fight win streak, and a total boredom to watch. To be really honest, you know, um, not not really something I. I I prefer to watch. I'm actually happy they put, didn't put it on the main card. Um, it's going to be either Macy with a, with a nice finish or it's going to be Pennington with a lot of cage grinding again, holding her up to the cage. And yeah, you know, I, I'm not sure if it's 45 fight. If it's 45 fight, I might I might favor Macy, but it's 35. Uh, favor Pennington, man, with a very boring decision win again. What's that 45, Marcel? So you're favoring Chase on them because it is at 45. According How to sure the- are you? I mean, UFC stats is pretty accurate, yeah, but wouldn't you say? they had a mistake last time as well, so how sure are you? I mean, Marcel, like, I'm not – I guess I'm not sure, but I feel like it's – I don't know why they would write Featherweight if it isn't, because also it's short notice for Chason. Maybe that's part of it. I'll take the fight if it's at 145. Let, let me check ESPN what they have. Yeah, no worries. Um, I just – because I do think it changes the fight, obviously, guys. Like, for sure. You know, it does. Like, probably gives JC, Macy a better chance, you know, because she um, – she obviously hasn't, you know, been super active. She had a few fights follow. Let me take a look here. Yeah, women's featherweight. What the hell? Yeah, it's a featherweight, guys. So it's at 145. Yeah, I'm picking so, Macy in that case. Yeah, and I don't blame you, really. I think – so you are going to take me by decision, I'm guessing, yeah. right? Yeah. 
Um, I think it's a competitive fight, guys. I, I do. You know, I think it's competitive. If Macy had a full camp, I think I would have maybe picked her here. But you know, it's super short notice. Raquel Payne. Here's the thing. I don't. I. I don't like watching her fight. Like to me, she's like John Fitch when he used to fight. Like when he would fight, you would go to the bathroom or something like that because you just knew it'd be kind of a boring fight. Honestly, um, almost all of her fights go to decision, and they're often grinding type of fights. I kind of feel like that's what she's going to do here. I think she's going to push Macy against the fence, grind her out, win a 29 28 type of decision or so. Uh, I have no interest in betting on this fight. Um, from DFS perspective, I don't really have a lot of interest in it. Maybe I have some interest in Macy as an underdog, but Pennington is just, it's not a fighter I want to bet on here. I do think she probably wins a decision, guys, but I don't like, I don't love the spot. Minus 200, you have to lay juice on, on her here. I just, it's not for me, you know? I'll pass on a on a play for this one, but it'll be it would be paying to by decision, which is plus one ten. So that right. does seem like the most likely outcome to me. But uh, it's yeah. super it's super weird that nobody else has has mentioned it that this is at one forty five. You know, I think everybody has this is at one thirty five. Well, so it's really uh, it's really weird. You know, I, I understand. I, it's probably at one forty five, but it's so weird nobody has picked that up so far. You know what I mean? I think yeah. you're the first one to see it. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I, it's crazy. Like I wasn't, I wasn't trying. They might have even changed it today, honestly, because like I remember, I want to say I was looking at UFC stats yesterday or two days ago, and I think it said bantamweight. So they they've changed it. Anyways, it was short notice for Macy's chase on. I'm guessing that's why, guys. It was moved up away. Oh class. yeah, of course. That might be it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Marcel. Like I'm saying, she's on short notice. Like yeah. so. Anyways, um, yeah. So I'm gonna take Penny in my decision. Let me get these comments. Uh. You got the Dutch Storlax. There's your guy right there. There he is. Guys, with Payne and Wayne, how much the bandweight division open up? Um, opens up a little bit, JFM, but the thing is, they're going to do a rematch first, so it doesn't yeah. open up a lot until, you know, if she wins both the fights, then it really opens up, because then it's like, there's so many new fights. All three heavyweight matches. I, I agree. There's some good ones. Paint, yeah, I think it's going to be painting by decision, but you're right. Without the, the weight cut for Macy, the brutal weight cut, maybe she'll perform well. <laughs> Actually, to, feel, to be honest with Marshall, I do think it, it tilts the... the the scale in her favor a little bit more chase on i think yeah. The way, yeah i think it's good it's probably a good thing for her I mean, she is the bigger fighter guys she's she has to cut more weight you know so it could be a I good thing you, for her you could see it at uh when she fought i, I know penny and, and raquel are not the same but when she fought penny and uh in the ultimate fighter finale it was also at 145 i think yeah and uh yeah it, she she outstrength out, out her as well so i mean yeah We'll see, man. Maybe not, maybe true, but uh, I, I'm definitely not sure about my pick here. I don't even know if Raquel's fought at Featherweight before, has she? Like, I don't... I can't recall. I, I can't recall Raquel. Not in the <laughs> UFC. Let me let me see if she's fought it like, before the UFC, because she had some... I'm just laughing about my own jokes. <laughs> so okay. so bad. I was thinking, look, like, has she fought it before? I don't think I don't so. I think in the UFC, not at least. I don't even so. think before the UFC. It doesn't look like even before the UFC she had. So this is new for her. Mm. Oh, that makes it even kind of trickier. She did miss weight when she fought Jermaine Durand me a few years ago, though. So anyways, guys, it's just it's it's another interesting anecdote for this fight. Yeah. As soon as people say women's 145, people lose their hearing. The doctor says it's a real issue. Macy has bad first round. Uh, sorry, Pennington has bad first round. Macy's great early. It might put a small bit of chase on. I think it's not a bad bet. You know, I think as as for an underdog, she's got a chance. Better than the odds are indicating. Because I, I would cap it at like minus one fifty for Pennington, like a slight favorite. I don't know if she should be two to one. Um, I don't think it's like necessarily wrong because I do think she's gonna win the fight, but I just think it should be a the lot should be a little bit tighter, especially at the the weight class. Um okay, let's go to the next fight. These all, literally has the same odds. Minus two hundred for Charles Jordan, plus one seventy Andre Ewell. It's like the odds makers are like, all right, let's use the same odds for this fight too. 
No, I'm just kidding. That, that's what it came down to. So we got Jordan and Ewell. Marcel, give me your thoughts on this one. In fact, this is a featherweight, men's featherweight. <laughs> By the way, I'm reading here from uh, from Nolan King. Juliana Pena says, mom champ remark wasn't dick at Amanda Nunes. Words are misinterpreted. Ding, ding, ding. You know? Yeah, that, yeah right. How is it misinterpreted? What, a, what an absolute joke. Why didn't you just stay by her words? What is she worried about? Like, stand by your words, you know? Yeah, I mean... Who was it wrong? Nah, in my opinion, neither. So, yeah. So, yeah, whatever. Anyways. Um, Charles Jourdain. Yeah, man. I gotta be honest with you, man. I was surprised he got finished by Julian Arosa. And um, before that, he had that crazy fight with uh, Marcelo Rojo. Beautiful first name, by the way, if I can say. <laughs> um... The thing is with Jordan, actually, everybody was really like hyping him after he won against Duhu Choi, right? Yeah. Everybody was like, this guy yes. can be can can be great. But you gotta be honest, man. He only won one of his there uh, if his of his last four fights. Gotta say the Kulibao fight, he should have got the win, in my opinion. I think he won two two to one, in my opinion. I don't know if you think so as well. You look really like I thought I did have actually. it. I, I think I scored it for him. Yeah, I think I did. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because you gave me a really like angry face. I, when no, I, no, no, it wasn't I, was like, I, I just I just remember being a really close fight, being pissed because I, I had him in a parlay. It's not that I lost, but I didn't end up getting you know because uh cool about tied with drawed with him. I thought he won the fight. I think I scored two rounds to one for him. But so, so yeah, and if you look at Andre Ewell, a really fun fighter to watch. But in this last five one two, but you got to be honest. The Jonathan Martinez one, he didn't want that one. To be really honest, the Irving Rivera one, I gave that one to him. Um, and such, this is a difficult fight. I still think Charles Jourdain is a little bit more talented than Andre Ewell, and it's no disrespect to him because I really like Ewell as well. But uh, I kind of favor Charles Jourdain here, and uh, I'm taking Jourdain via. I think via decision. I think th this is this is fight of the night potential. To be honest. Yeah, it's crazy because, like, I remember when Ewell came to the UFC, like, I bet on him against Burrell. That was a nice bet as an underdog. And I'm like, man, this guy's going to have a good career. It just hasn't played out that way. He's beaten guys that aren't in the UFC, except for Martinez, which honestly was, wasn't a good decision by the judges. Um, You know, the guy's just inconsistent, and he hasn't looked good. The weight class switch could be a good thing, though, because maybe he'll be more durable because the durability didn't look there at 135. So maybe at 145, he'll be more durable and, and be able to, you know, fight for longer, too. I just can't count on that. You know, and you look at Jordan. I know he hasn't looked like his record in the UFC is not good. It's two, three, and one, which is just, it's disappointing to say the least. But um, he has one, two, three, four, six knockdowns in in six fights. He has six knockdowns. He's also been dropped once himself, but he's landed six knockdowns and he's going up against a chinny guy and Yandre Ewell. I'm going with Charles Jordan by knockout, man. I'm going to take the power of the Canadian here. I think he knocks him out, Marcel, honestly. So I'm going to go with uh, Charles Jordan. I just don't trust Andre Ewell at this weight class at 135, wherever. I don't think he's UFC caliber. One of these guys is just – he's too, like, long and tall. He's, he should have put on more, like, muscle and stuff and, or something like Marcel because he's one of these guys. He's, like, remember Corey Hill? Um, the, he passed away a few years ago. Poor guy. From the, yeah. But remember the guy broke his leg? That guy? Mm -hmm. Very yeah, similar. No durability. Just a long, tall guy. Like James Vick, another guy. Very similar. These long, tall guys with – no, with weak chins. I mean, um, Corey Hill, man, I remind him from the Ultimate Fighter with the uh, in the yeah. season with Nate Diaz, and yeah, yeah. and he broke his leg. Remember in, in that fight, he died if you yeah, horrible against, really against Dale Hart, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the guy's name. Yeah, good call, Marcel. Anyways, let me get these comments. Hey, no, what's going on? He says this should be a stamp bro. I appreciate you guys doing the show and spreading knowledge to the people. Much love. Hey, man, I I enjoy doing the show. You know, when I got my new job, which I started at by the way, my second day today. Um, 
one of the things was I was like, I really want to keep doing my show with Marcel as my friend. I like doing the show with him. I like I truly enjoy doing it. And it's not doesn't take a lot of time. It's you know what two hours a week. So I made sure to keep doing this Marcel because it's important mm-hmm. for me to do it. You know, because I, yeah, I, I like doing cool. it. We haven't missed a show since we started, I think earlier this year with me and you. Okay, let's go to the next fight. Sajara so Eubanks against Melissa Gatto. This one's at women's 125. Um, right now we have Eubanks minus 160, Gatto plus 140. What do you think? Yeah, man. I mean, Eubanks looked great in our last fight against Elise Reed, but I think Elise Reed uh, is, is normally at 115, right? And not at 125. So uh, that, was a, and that was a little bit of a... I don't know if I really can count. I, I, we, can, we should count that fight, but we really can't count it. You know what I mean? Uh if you look at Melissa Gatto, she looked good against Victoria Leonardo. She got that uh, that mm-hmm. uh, that there was a doctor stoppage because of the broken arm. And she actually she got a win over Carla Rosa in 2018 before Carla Rosa went to the UFC, you know, and she got a win via Kimura. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing is, I've seen Gatto in the UFC. She looked good, but we also have to take in consideration that she hadn't fought before for two years, and I don't know. Listen, and to be really honest, Victoria Leonardo, I don't have anything against her, but I don't think she's UFC caliber, you know, and uh, got the one against her. The same Eubanks stuff, but I'm, I just don't know, man. I, I have a hard time picking Eubanks, but at the same time, I'm also not convinced that Gato will go through Eubanks, you know what I mean? So, um, but I'm still picking Gato here. I take Gato via decision because Eubanks uh, sometimes gasses in the later rounds. So I'm taking Gato. Yeah, I think it's an interesting pick. You know, this fight's close. I, I feel like this is one of the harder fights to uh, call mm-hmm. the card to you. Just because Gato's such an unknown still. Like, she looked great in the one fight, right? But it was only the one fight. Um, I think that was after a long layoff, too. And also against, yeah. like you said, Leonardo's not that great. So what does it really show? Uh, but it was impressive just to see the way she ran through the girl, you know? At the same time, Eubanks looked great in her last fight, too, at 125. And I feel like she's found the right weight class for her. You know, Marcel, like, she's been inconsistent in the UFC, but, man, she looked dominant in the last fight. Yeah. If this, again, if she doesn't finish the fight, maybe she does gas out. Gato takes over, right? So this is a tough one to call, guys, honestly. Um, I'm leaning, my, Marcel, it's a slight lean towards Eubanks for me by decision just because I'm I, also I, not I, sure. Yeah, I thought she looked really good in the last fight. So I'm yeah. going to go with her because I think at 125, the, the the size and the strength will play. But I, I like Gatto too. I thought she looked good. And um, yeah, I, I, it's an interesting fight. So uh, this one, this is kind of like one of those wild card fights. You know, Gatto's really young. She's only 25. So she can make improvements like really fast too. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm. It's a slight lead for me to Eubanks, guys. This one, I'm kind of on the fence on. I'm not gonna lie. All right, let's go to the next. Or let's go to Glenn's comment. Hey, Glenn, uh, Gato's last five wins by finish. Sarge's never been finished. Be, be big statement if Gato could. That would be. That really would be. Um, let's go to the next fight here. Justin Toffin, Harry Hunt stuff. Speaking of finishes, like, yeah, this fight's not going three rounds. I, to be honest, I'd be surprised this fight even lasted one round. I think someone gets knocked out really fast. And the odds are saying Justin Taff is going to knock out Harry Hunsucker. Taff at minus three thirty, Hunsucker plus two seventy. Um, you know, Marcel, I'll just start. I'll start with this one. Um, I mean, they're both low level heavyweights. Like honestly, they're both not that good. You know, Justin Taff is really not that good. He's not as good as everyone's saying he is. He's one and three in the UFC. He's not that great. But Terry Hunsucker to me is not UFC caliber whatsoever. So it's between a guy who's probably at the lowest ranked heavyweight in the roster and then the guy who's like the highest ranked guy outside the UFC that's just not good enough. 
in my opinion. So I think Toffa knocks out Hunsucker in the first round, Marcel. That's that's my pick. Um, you know, obviously it's a low he- low level heavyweight fight. If Hunsucker did land a haymaker, it wouldn't completely shock me because it's MMA and we see this happen all the time. But I think all things considered, Toffa probably knocks him out. I'm just not sold in the guy going forward against better opposition, but I think this is a fight Toffa probably wins. So what do you think? If Hansaka wins, Toffa gets booted. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, Loser gets cut for sure in this fight. Yeah. Um, This is pretty much really low-level heavyweight fight, (laughs) in my opinion, in the UFC. Uh, And I I think Toffa is still a level above Hansaka, to be really honest. And... um, I'm t- I'm taking Tafa first round knockout as well, and let's be honest, let's let's hope it's a first round finish here on this one, you know, because if this goes 15 minutes, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm probably going to uh, to the kitchen to take take something to drink, because this is gonna be a typical heavyweight fight if it goes three rounds, I think. But I'm going with the first round knockout for uh, for Justin Tafa, and I'm looking forward to see his uh, brother in the UFC as well. I hope he gets a chance. Yeah, for sure. All right, so the next fight here. I think did you break this fight, Barcelos Victor Henry? Did you break this one? Uh no, I didn't break it. Okay, you didn't break it, but you posted that picture that Josh Barnett, his his uh, teammate, didn't like. It. That's what I remember now. So we have Barcelos against Henry, and I I really like this fight. This is a really good fight. Um, I got to be honest, like okay, so I'll, I'll start. Let me let me give you the odds first. The odds for this one minus three twenty for Barcelos plus two sixty for Victor Henry. So let me give my thoughts on for this one, guys. So, um. Obviously, uh, Barcelos is a really good fighter. We all know that. I've been really good at picking his fights. I even picked the value upset in the last one. But I, even before, I was picking all his wins, too. So I, I think I have a really good read on Ioni Barcelos. He's a damn good fighter. It's just, you know, with Ioni, he came to the UFC a little too late. You know, he's in his yeah. mid-late 30s now. It's the same situation as, uh, who was it earlier? Josh Parisian, although he's a little bit younger. But, yeah, this guy, I mean, you know, he's 34. You know, so to me, he came to the UFC a little bit too late. Um, and I don't think he's going to be a champ, but I do think he wins a lot of fights. And, you know, I think this is probably a fight he does win. I will say, though, I think Victor Henry's really good, Marcel. You know, he's a mm-hmm. good fighter, man. You know, guys, like, he's really, like, watch his tape. Guy's good. He's He can wrestle. He can strike. He can submit you. Um, he has a shitload of experience. He has good wins, including a win over Kyler Phillips just three years ago. That's a really nice win. I actually remember watching that fight a few uh, a few months ago. When, before Kyler Phillips fought Sonia Dong, I watched that fight back. And uh, I remember being like, damn, this guy lost to him. I'm like, who is this guy? Now, obviously, I had to look up this guy. He's, he's good, man. He's good, Marcel. This is a, this is a nice signing for the UFC, I think. Um, it is short notice, though, you know. So, and he's fighting a really good guy in Barcelos. So, I, I still got to go with right on the pick, Marcel. But... I think Henry has a chance. I, I really do. Um, I understand why the odds are the way they are. They should be this way, but the Mongoose can win this fight, Marcel. I really think he can. He's a good fighter. He can surprise us. So it's a slight lean towards Ronnie Barcelos, but I think this guy's pretty good. What do you think, Marcel? I actually agree, despite that uh, Josh, Josh Barnett was upset with me because of the fight announcement picture. But uh, yeah, I think Victor Henry is a great fighter, man. I think he's really good. Um, like I said, Josh Barnett is actually his coach. Um, he is like the his, his main coach. And I mean, Henry, I saw him in other promotions as well in Ryzen, for example. And like you said, there's a winner for Kyler Phillips three years ago. And that's impressive, you know. Yeah. Um, 
also has a win over Dennis Lavrentiev. He also lost to him very recently. And Lavrentiev is pretty much uh, also the, the training partner of Piotr Jan, right? So a uh, good friend as well. So for me, it's like, it's, it's super difficult to be really honest, man, because I think uh, many people will blindly choose Rayoni Barcelos here, but I think it's much closer than many people expect, you know? Yeah. Still, I see Rayoni Barcelos being uh, solid in his in, in his uh, grappling as well, you know? I know he lost to Valiev, but still, Valiev is, is a great fighter, you know? You know I'm a big fan of Timo Valiev. So... Mm, I'm still taking Barcelos, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if Henry wins it, man. I think it's a super yeah. close fight. No, I feel the same way. It seems like we have the same opinion on this fight. Let me get these comments. Rod Torque, buddy, what's going on, man? Uh, we're talking about the Tafa fight. Yeah, maybe he does. Hopefully he does. The guy's got some potential. Sad Barcelos is going to push farther. He's got the skills, too. So I agree. I mean, this was short notice, though. He's supposed to fight. Who's supposed to fight again? Who's, what was the fight originally? Um, He was supposed to fight uh, Trevin Jones. That was the that would have been a good fight. All right, I like Henry, but he gets hit way too much. I think Barcelona is defensively defensive grappling not to have issues. That's how I think I feel like too. Um, Barcelona's knockout easy. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think this guy Henry can surprise us. I'll, he kind of reminds me of Chris Curtis a little bit, Marcel. He's the same age, thirty four years old, coming to UFC with nothing to lose, up uh, or, you know, short notice. And it's not this talented. He's yeah, talented. this dude is not inexperienced or whatever. He's not right? a scrub, man. Like I, I watched the Raphael Silva fights on uh, Fight Pass, and I watched it. Mm-hmm. I thought he won that fight. That's a decent win, you know. He beat Phillips. He beat Anderson dos Santos. He was just in the UFC too. Yeah. Um, Masanori Kanahara, Albert Morales. These guys are UFC fighters. This guy's good. He's not a scrub, man. But mm-hmm. again, short notice. So that's if it was a full camp, Marcel. I honestly would consider picking the guy. Because um, I think he's decent. All right, let's go to the next fight. Uh, this is the last prelim, guys. Let's go through this one. Uh, also, Rock Torque says he wants to uh, live bet it. Yeah, I mean, that could be interesting, too. All right, let's go to the next fight. Dustin Stoltz versus Gerald Mearshart. Uh, <laughs> what, what happened, Marshall? What, what? Weird-ass fight. To it is weird. It's just because of how we got here, right? Like, obviously, yeah. you know, the way we got here was kind of funny. But anyways, we got uh, Mearshart right now is the favorite. Minus 235. Dustin Stoltz versus plus 195. Uh, yeah, very bizarre circumstances, but we end up with this fight in the end. So, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I feel like Mirashad is a better fighter, man. To be really honest, he's just, uh, just. I think he takes him down. To be honest, and he submits him. That's what I think. I don't think Stoltzfus is a bad fighter, but I just think Mirashad is a much better one. That's how I see it. So uh, I'm going with a submission win for John Mirashad. I don't know if he does it the first round, if not the second, if not the third, but. He's gonna win this fight, man. I, I wouldn't be. I would be surprised if Stoltzfus wins, man. To be really honest. So you're you're picking Mirshard by what decision or, or submission? Submission, first, second, or third round. But he's gonna win with the submission. All right. So yeah, I mean, like it's one of those fights where it almost feels like it's too easy to pick in a way. You know, Marcel. It, 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 like, like almost Nunez like Nunez like <laughs> What were you say? Like Sorry? Nunez against Pena. Yeah, or like, uh, what's his name, Vieira against Hernandez or Mirshard yeah. against Miradov. One of these fights. Listen, like, Mirshard is incredible the submissions, right? And and Dustin's coming off a submission loss. So, Gerald gets him down. I, I think the conventional thing would be that he submits him. Mm. I, I, I think that's what happens too, right? I think Gerald wins this fight. I mean, to me, he's like the better fighter. He's got more experience. Um obviously the better ground game but you know straight he's not great you know and dustin if he keeps his standing he could win the fight it's just Vieira outboxed the guy in his last fight Vieira's not really a striker so 
to me, it's like, I feel like Gerald probably has more ways to win Marcel in this, in this fight, but I, I don't know. I'm not like, I don't love him in the spot either. It's kind of a weird, the way the fight came together is kind of bizarre. So I'm thinking, I'm going to, I think Mirshard probably gets him down though. Marcel gets the neck, takes him out yeah. by a rear naked choke or something, but uh, it's, it's kind of a weird one to be honest with you. And, and here's the thing, like, uh, I mean, listen, like, there's going to be some upsets, and right now we haven't really called too many on this card, so that's what that worries me a little bit too. You know, Marcel. Like, I understand, guys. Every fight is different, not just because one fight ended like because five straight favorites won doesn't mean an underdogs don't win. I get that, but we all watch this every week. We all know that not every favorite in the prelims is going to win their fight. <laughs> so, so there's going to be someone that upsets the apple card. I'm honestly not too sure who that's going to be. But we did, you know, talk about all the fights. So there's there's some there's upset potential for sure. I don't think it's this fight, but you never know. Let me get these comments. Uh, Stoltzman with only one knockout after otherwise an injury. Got with Mirshart ground advantage. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, Glenn. I think we both feel that way. Hey Sean, what's up? Gerald Parlay Killer Mirshart. Yeah, I know. You don't don't want to bet against this guy. Uh, hype I may want to pick Mearshart, but when I have the conference picking, he doesn't show up. I know he's one of those hit and miss guys. He is no disrespect for uh, Gerald, but he's not fired to be favored highly. Bit of a brawler. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't, I, I don't love playing juice on this guy, you know. But he should win the fight. Mearshart by sub. Yeah, what is that by the way? Let's take a look. Mearshart by sub would be minus two hundred. No, no, it's gonna, it'll be it'll be plus money. Um, plus one seventy five. So I mean plus, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, it's not that's not too bad. You know, it's it's not too bad. Um. Because that seems like the, the method of victory for him in this fight. Um, uh, let's just see what you guys are saying. Gerald exposed. Uh, oh, Murdoff, man, that was for me, that was surprising. But obviously, that guy's not as good. Mercer by decision, that could happen too, actually. You're right. Because Stolfitz is decent defensively. Mercer um, decision is plus 380. So there's good value on that. In- interesting. Um, all right, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. All right, that's it for the prelims, guys. Let's go to the main card. Mm. Cub Swanson versus Darren Elkins kicking off the main card. Cub Swanson minus two ten. Darren Elkins plus one seventy five. What do you think, dude? Darren fucking Elkins. There is again. You know, uh, <laughs> dude uh, always comes to fight. He's on the two fight win streak up right now. Should have been on a three fight win streak in my opinion. But uh, we all know if it goes to the judges, he loses because he looks like somebody. Uh, Somebody uh, hit him with a hammer or whatever multiple times on the face. You know, he always has uh, has cuts on his face. He's uh, he's called the damage for a reason, right? So uh, if you have Cup Swanson, uh, he lost pretty convincingly to Giga Chikatsa last time out. Before that, in my opinion, a surprising win against Pineda. And before that, a win against Kron Gracie. So he was on a two-fight win streak before losing to Chikatsa. Um the funny thing is, man, I think Alcas will do work in this fight, but he gets cut open again, and he will lose a decision against Cap Swanson because the referee or the judges will see it as much damage, and he will lose again. 29-28. I think he lose. He actually wins the fight, 29-28, but he's going to lose on the scorecard, so I'm going with Cap Swanson. Yeah, this is a good fight, too. I like this fight. Uh, two veterans. I've been watching this guy's fight forever. It's, it's a great fight. Um it's almost surprising they haven't fought yet. You know, I, I feel like I have a good read on both guys. You know, I've watched them fight for so long, and I'm pretty good at picking their fights. Um, I'm actually really good at picking Cubs fights. I think I'm on, like, a 10-fight, you know, uh, correct streak with him. Um, 
Elkins, obviously, he's one of those guys, man. It's hard to bet against him. You, you guys know. It, how many times? I mean, actually, I don't have to ask that. I know how many times. It's been like, I think he's won 12 times as an underdog of the UFC. So this guy is constantly counted out, and he constantly wins. Now, Cubs wants it also the same boat in some places. Some places he's been a dog and counted out. But here in this fight, I just don't I don't see why Cubs should be minus 210, guys. I, I don't agree with that at all. I think this fight is really close. I think it's like a pick them. I'm taking out Darren Elkins in this fight, Marcel. I, I just think his toughness and durability will win in the fight. I really do. Me I think too. But the judges won. Yeah, no, I, it's fair. because. But the thing with the Nate Landwehr fight, like it was mostly a stand-up fight. Hmm. If this guy's smart, and I think he is a smart fighter. We know he's a smart fighter. I think he's going to take Cubs Swanson down and, and, and fight Cub on the ground. Cubs grappling is just okay. It's not great. I think he could take him down and beat him on the ground, honestly, because I think his wrestling is good enough to get it there and to like just control him. If not submit him, maybe. But again, I think a lot of the favorites on this card win. Elkins is the one dog for me that stands out. Uh, I, I like him quite a bit in this fight. I think he wins the decision. So maybe he submits him too. It's possible. Let me take a look at that. Elkins by decision and submission. Decisions plus 420, which is really nice. That's crazy. And inside of this is plus 425. I would lean a little towards the decision. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going with Elkins in this one, Marcel. So we're on the opposite side. That's okay. So Glenn just uh, saw this on Twitter, I'm guessing. Musasi Vanderford, February 25th in Dublin. Yeah, it's a good fight. I mean, Musasi should be favored, like minus, you know, three, three, 400, I would say, honestly. like, But Vanderford's solid. So interesting fight. I would say Musasi probably wins, but... Uh, no more so the one hole in this game, the wrestling. Maybe Vanderford just controls not them, the, right? Not more to take down defense. Yeah, 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 exactly. Rudy says we're having a cron. That fight was a banger. It was a good fight. I did pick uh Cub in that fight to win as a dog, which was amazing. Um, because Cron's not a great striker. I don't know. Cron just I don't think he has a lot of interest in MMA right now. That's what I think. Swanson's a sharp puncher, she will have bloody up Elkins. Instead of telling me Elkins is gonna win, I have to tape study. <laughs> You gotta pull a Dominic Cruz and do your tape study. Don't pull a, a, a Daniel Cormier and don't do your Marcel. Don't they'll skip on your tape study like DC does. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you could. I agree with that. Team Alpha Mill guys all had dropped last few uh, times. Maybe Elkins bet. Maybe Elkins to get knocked down. That's interesting. Like I don't. We don't have DraftKings in Canada yet. Like the sports book, we have the DFS obviously. But when that opens, hopefully next February, they're saying. I can start making those kind of like bets like that because those have crazy value. And I kind of, I'm kind of with you in that. I think there's definitely a chance that that, that happens because Darren does get dropped a lot in his fights. But again, Marcel, he's a very difficult guy to put away. Very hard to put away. Um, you almost have to kill the guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think he comes back and wins. He's going to lose the first round and then come back and win the fight. <laughs> That's what I think happens. Like he did it so many times. All right. Let's go to the next fight. Uh, and here's one of uh, our favorites in the podcast, Matthias Gamrod taking on Diego Ferreira. Great fight, 155 pounds. Gamrod minus 190, Ferreira plus 165. I'm going to start with this one, Marcel. I like Gamrod. You guys know I like Gamrod. I mean, do I have to, have to say it? You guys know how much I like this guy. To me, he's still undefeated. I thought he beat Katatzaladze. Um, definitely beat Holzman. And then he destroyed Jeremy Stevens. The way he beat Stevens, it was, like, so dominant. Like, who else has really did that to Jeremy? I know he's obviously lost a lot, but – who's taking him down and, and and tapped him out that fast. It was so impressive. I just think the guy's so well-rounded right now. Training at American Top Team, to me, he's just one of the most well-rounded guys. Uh, Ferreira is a good fighter, really good. And he looked great against Gillespie before he gassed out. But again, that gas tank's a worry. Um, I think he can be, you know, controlled on the ground. The guy's a really good fighter, but to me, you know, he doesn't fight that often. This year he's fought twice, but he hasn't looked great in those fights. So 
I feel like he's age 36 on the decline now. Gamrot's getting this kind of really good time. He's at he's 31 years old. Actually, he's just 30. His birthday's like uh, no, he just turned 31 two days three days ago. I think he's getting with a good time mark. So I think Gamrot wins this fight all day. I, I love Gamrot in this fight. I think he, probably decision um, stoppage is possible, but I, I love him in this fight. What do you think? Yeah, me too, man. Obviously, uh, I, you know, I'm a fan of Ferreira as well. But if you look at the two guys, I think Gamrot is winning this fight. You know, Gamrot is good, or very complete fighter. Um, good on the ground, good stand up. Uh, Ferreira, like you say, he gasses late in fights. And Gamrot is just, Gamrot has fought five rounds before as well, you know, and he, he looks good all the, uh, pretty much all the time. He had difficulties with Kutate Latze, but it was a close fight, you know. Um, it's kind of sad that he has now that one, that blemish on his record for a split decision, but it was a close fight. I, I didn't, I, I wasn't like, it's an undeserved win for Kutate Latze, but it could have been also for Gamrot. It was super close. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking Gamrod in this one, man. Is he going to finish Ferreira as possible? You know, I, I prefer to take a decision here because I think Ferreira is super tough. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. Let me get these comments quickly, guys. With the last fight, Raw Torque thinks Elk is more well-rounded. I think so, too. That's why I picked him. Uh, Adam, I don't appreciate you. Call me out for a lack of tape study. Like Dominic Cruz said, you got to do your tape study. MMA is different than other sports, right? You can't just, like, look at the stats um, like in baseball or something. You have to actually watch it. Such a good fight. I see a late third round. I think it's possible too, man. Tony's mysterious opponent. No idea. And he's been he's been talking about a poem, but I don't know. All right, four more fights left. Rafael Sunsal versus Ricky Simone. Uh, right now, Simone minus where is he? Where is he? Uh, minus two seventy, plus two thirty for Sunsal. Give your thoughts. Yeah, Ricky, don't call me Simon Simone. Um, you know he's strong with the wrestling, as we all know. Uh, he he. Uh, He's just strong with that, you know. I, I think he had this. Uh, his uh, he had a great start in the UFC. He went three and zero in the beginning. Although, gotta be gotta be really honest, the fight against Marab it kind of still bothers me. But no disrespect to Ricky, I still oh. think that was a bullshit call. But yeah, whatever. After that, he got two losses against Font and against Faber. But it's probably maybe he was he wasn't ready for those kind of fights at that moment. You know what I mean? And uh, he has looked good lately. Got three wins. Uh, now he's fighting Rafael Asansau. Asansau, three losses in a row. He didn't look bad early on against Cody, but he got knocked out. Um, last win in 2018. This is actually this is for uh, Ricky Simone a second chance to to get to to blow his career or uh, to to blow his career a new air. You know that that he gets a new chance to get into the rankings with fighting Asansau here. And Asansau hasn't looked. Yeah, like I said, they look pretty good against Cody in the, in the earlier earlier of the fight, but I still think Simone wins this one, man. Yeah, so I I, I kind of feel the same way. You know, give me your thoughts on this. I, I remember this one because my sister actually she got married the same day this fight happened. When Uriah Faber knocked out Ricky Simone, that to me was one of the bigger surprises like in the last few mm-hmm. years. I couldn't believe that because Faber, I think, had come off a long layoff. I was shocked. So. You know, again, it just shows that anyone can lose and win in the sport. So, yeah, it does seem like Ricky should win this fight. But, man, it's I'm, I don't know if I'm buying him as this huge favorite, though. You know, Marcel, like, he's I a don't agree fighter. with him as well. Yeah, but I feel like it's a little disrespectful towards Rafael. Like, the guy's mm-hmm. fought the best in the world. He's beaten the champ. Sterling. Yeah. He's beaten Dillashaw. Like, he's got some amazing wins. Um, obviously, he's 39 years old now. He's on decline, three straight losses. So, everything's pointing to him losing, right? I'm just saying it's almost like one of those fights, Marcel. Again, it seems too easy. 
you know what happens though if ricky can't get him down the fight takes place in the feed does he mm -hmm. still win the fight then i don't know you know so i i think ricky simone probably does get takedowns guys there's a reason he is the favorite here but again rafael is such an underrated guy marcel he's so like just solid you know um and i think he's got a better chance the, than the odds are indicating but again the long layoff the age just i can't pick him you know one of those things yeah, it was one of the worst calls. And the weird thing is it's still called a TKO submission, which makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> Huge different quality opposition. I, that's what I'm saying, Glenn. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Um, you know, like Ricky Sloan's a good fighter and he's young, right? He's, he's got good wrestling. But again, Ricky, uh, Rafael Sunsell's fought and beaten the best guys in the world, literally has a win over the champs. So, all right, let's go to the next fight. Amanda Lemos against Angela Hill. Lemos minus 350, Hill plus 290. Uh, I'll start with this one too, Marcel. You know, Amanda Lemos is someone, and I, I know you feel the same way. This is someone who could be a champion. You know, like she is really good, she, like huge power in this weight class um, at 115. Good grappling skills. She has four knockdowns in her last three fights. That's very impressive for this weight class. I, I think she's looked phenomenal this year with the two straight wins. Uh, and then on, on the other hand, you have Angela Hill, some, someone who I've never really thought that highly of, someone who I think is like, oh, kind of overrated and basically a 500 fighter. Now, to be fair to Angela, she's fought really high level competition, right? So, She's fought the best of the best, but doesn't really win. You know, Marcel, like just because she's fighting the best fighters doesn't mean she's winning and she's not for the most part. So, you know, for me, it's, I, I think Lemos wins. There's just, there's, the only worry I have is if she doesn't get the knockout, she gasses out because I don't think Angela's been finished by strikes before. So, you know, if, if Lemos doesn't get the finish, does, does she get a little bit tired? Angel Hill takes over and wins the decision. I don't think so, Marcel. I think this actually could be Lemos getting a knockout and Angel Hill getting finished for the first time. Um, I got to pick up and uh, Amanda Lemos based on how she's looked. The, the power, I got to pick her. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, I said on the Dutch podcast, when are we gonna stop give Angela Hill main card fights, man? To be really honest, and that's no disrespect. She loves her, man. They love her. Yeah, I know, and I understand that she's very likable with the fans. But let's be really honest, man. I don't see her cracking a top ten anytime soon. So. Uh, for me, it's like Lemos. I'm really high on Lemos. We all know she had a bad first UFC fight, but it wasn't a bantamweight division. You know, remember she went from bantamweight to to strawweight, right? And um, I think she 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 was was she suspended for two years. Uh, I think she was between the Smith fight and her comeback fight. Yeah, I want to say she was. Yeah. yeah. So uh, after that, she has looked phenomenal, in my opinion, and she. Uh, she looked great, and I expect another great fight from her. I'm taking her if I have KO in the first round. I think there she you go. just know. Yeah, I, I think she can get it done too. I think she does have that much power and the, and the accuracy too. Uh, but again, it does get interesting if she doesn't get that first round finish, guys, because uh, you know, I don't know if the power will hold up for three rounds. It's got these comments. Sometimes it's all about quality opposition where the both guys are in the careers, age with men. Exactly. I agree. And that's why, again, JFM, there's a reason he's minus 300. Like, that's the easy pick. I'm just saying, like, there's going to be some upsets, you know, mm -hmm. and Raphael's a very experienced guy. So maybe he's the guy. I don't think so, but, but it's worth mentioning. Glad you're saying about Simone, not the confident either. He should win, but again, you know, I, I don't know if I'd play him with that number. And we're supposed to be Nina Lemos. We have, yeah, it would have been tough. It was supposed to be Nina, uh, Nunes and Amanda Lemos. Lemos first and second round knockout. That could be the way to do it instead. Uh, Lemos live for a finish. Yep. I'd like Lemos, but I can't trust her power strong. I'll take Lemos. Uh, oh, you're talking about, I think he's talking about Hill, he meant to say. You know what weight class Josie and compete? They can't roll it. Yeah, it's, she was fighting at 135, but I think she's going to back down to one. Hopefully, goes down. I think she can even go down to 115, man. I really do. She's not big at all. She's small. 
Douglas has rounds with grapplers. Carter should hold up. Seems like there's a decent weight cut. Uh, don't concern. Yep, I agree with that too. Um, Hill is subbed by Spars on tough. Eight first round finishes for levels is impressive. Yeah, like I said, Glenn, I don't think she's been finished by strikes before, right? Angelo, but she's been subbed. Um, all right, go to the co main event. We got Bilal Muhammad versus Steven Thompson. Right now, Steven Thompson minus 225, Bilal Muhammad plus 185. Marcel, Marcel give me your pick in the uh, co main event, UFC Vegas 45. I think this fight is going to be an absolute boredom, to be really honest, man. I think uh, Bilal will try to get the fight to the mat ASAP. I think Thompson will try to uh, manage his distance. And uh, I, I, listen, man, Bilal is a good grappler, in my opinion, but he's not on the level of Gilbert Burns. You know what I mean? And Gilbert could take him down, could control him there, and I don't think Thompson lets Bilal control him there. So I expect Thompson to take his distance, to land shots, and to win a 30-27 decision over Bilal Muhammad. That's how I think about it. Yeah, I think Thompson probably wins the decision too. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Marcel just kind of stays at range and just outpoints him. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Bilal's got a chance. I think because if he implements the wrestling, he'll win this fight. You know, it's just I'm with you. Like I think Gilbert's like at a higher level with the wrestling, um, and really Thompson's tough to take down historically. I just think Gilbert, you know, was that strong. Um, but there is a clear path to victory. So I don't really think there's like crazy value in Steven Thompson here at plus minus 225. Like I wouldn't play him because his opponent has a clear path to victory with the grappling. So, you know, Bilal Muhammad is a live dog here, I think, honestly. I really do, but I, I can't pick him. I, I, I think Thompson just keeps it standing and, and picks him apart myself. Go ahead. I, man, I, I hate to talk shit about Steven Thompson, but the guy always kind of fight, fights kind of safe lately in my opinion you know and it's it's like if i see stephen thompson against whoever i think he's a better he, he's definitely he's most most of the times he's a better stand-up fighter but if he can make sure he's not going to be taking down i'm taking wonder boy all the time via decision you know what i mean uh, and the only time he pretty much uh, didn't took it when i thought he was going to take it was against anthony pettis where he got that superman punch knocked out knockout yeah. But uh, overall, Thompson, you know what he's going to do. And, uh, yeah, that's what I think. Did you guys know Angela Hill's grandparents were famously abducted aliens? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. <laughs> John, what's going on, man? Are you still banned on Twitter, John? <laughs> they should rebook Levels versus Nunez. Yeah, they should do that fight. They're going to use Nunez as, like, fodder for these up-and-covers now. Should have been Wonderboy and Cam's. I think it should have been, too. I, I see Thompson active for a Sometimes He seems too lean. Yeah, I agree. He, he plays it safe, like Marcel said. After he got knocked out by Pettis, I feel like he's kind of, you know, being even farther back than before. But that's the way he's got to fight. Yeah, I think decision by Wonder Boy. That seems like the the way when the right uh, play Let's go the distance. Let's take a look, here, guys. I think it goes to decision. Decision is minus two twenty five. Literally the exact same price as Steven. Um, if you just bet him straight up, Thompson by decision plus one ten. Muhammad decision plus three fifty. I mean, I feel like there's value on that decision for Muhammad, guys. Like again, I'm not picking him, but I think there's a chance he could win a decision. Like, that would be the way he wins. If I don't think he finishes Steven Thompson. Knockout by Lewis, the decision by Wonder Boy. I mean, those are both possible. What's going on, Rockwell? Burns was a crazy underdog, destroyed Wonder Boy. He was like plus 170, I want to say. Minus, something like that. It was like under minus 200, uh, under plus 200. It wasn't crazy, but. Yeah, it's true. I agree with that. You know, he was get he was he was going to lose that fight. You know, he keeps talking about uh, Bilal. He keeps saying I want to fight Leon again, but he was losing that fight, Marcel, for the eye poke. You know. Mm-hmm. All right, 
and and that and I agree with JFM. We're forgetting like well not I'm not really, but I feel like you are forgetting that fight with Luke Marcel. Like even the Jeff Neal fight, I mean, you know, he was very active. He did have a bad performance against Gilbert. Let's not completely forget what this guy did before that, though. You know, he's he's active, but he's not he's not convincing. You know, he's convincing and and winning the fight, but he's not convincing to me that he really absolutely wants to finish the fight. You know what no, I mean? Fair enough. Fair enough. That's what I think. That's fair. Uh, I agree with that. All right, let's go to the main event: Derek Lewis versus Chris Dawkins. Minus one twenty for Chris Dawkins, plus one hundred Derek Lewis. So. This is actually the closest fight, odds-wise, besides Sales and Levitt to open the card. So you got bookends, the first fight and the last fight are the closest fights in the card, according to odds. Marshall, give me your main event pick, UFC Vegas 45. Chris Dawkins, Derek Lewis, who's going to win the fight? Yeah, so I'm pretty convinced of my pick here. Um, so you got Derek Lewis, who always can land a knockout shot at any time, at any moment, at any round. And you got... Chris Dawkins, who has knockout power as well, but also has a very good ground game. You know what I mean? So what I expect, honestly, is that they're going to trade some shots maybe, but they will be very hesitant because at least I think Dawkins will be hesitant because he respects Lewis' power. But at a certain moment, he will take Lewis down, probably will, will double leg, and uh, I see a TKO, first-round TKO for uh, Dawkins for me. Wow, there you go. Marcel sees a blowout kind of. Um I'm going Chris Dawkins too. Like, I mean, I feel like it's hard not to pick him, right? Because he's on such a nice win streak, so much momentum right now, and he's looked great. But it's like, you know, Derek's fought such better competition, right? He really That's has, sweet. you know. So I, I just, it's hard to pick Derek because a lot of his wins are comebacks, right? You can't really count on that, you know. <laughs> it's just hard to count on it. Like I've I've bet on this guy a lot during his career, guys. Like I've I've made a lot of money on Derek Lewis, like. As a dog, many times more so when he fought like Nagano, um, for instance, had plus 300 dog. I mean, this was the times where I lost against the two, but he's a guy that it's hard to bet against as a dog. So I, I understand why the odds are tight. I think they should be tight. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, Derek's still to me kind of a glass cannon, Marcel. You know, like he's like over him. Like when he's the one landing, he looks amazing. But when he's the one getting punched back, he, he can't really take a shot, man. I don't think his chin is that good, you know. We saw in the last fight, Marcel, like, just didn't really do much at all and got destroyed. And he's been knocked out quite a few times. Like, he's been knocked out, I think, five times in the UFC. So, I, you know, I think Derek's definitely got a puncher's chance, obviously, in that first round. But, For sure. But, you know, Chris, I think, has got a puncher's chance. And also, like you said, he's got the ground game, too, I think. So, I got to go with Chris Dawkins, Marcel. I got to go with this guy. But I'm just saying, like, you know, you got to watch with this guy a little bit. Because as good as he has looked at the UFC, Marcel... If you go and watch his fights in CFC before, guys, he did lose a few times. He's been knocked out. He's been finished by submission. So it's good as he's looked, Marcel. There's a big difference in fighting, you know, Olenek and Abdurahimov, Nestimento, Porter, and fighting Derek Lewis, you know? So mm-hmm. this could be the fight where he loses, but there's just nothing telling me right now it is going to be the, the fight he loses because he's looked so good lately. So... Got to go with Chris Dawkins by knockout. It's just, again, Derek's a very difficult guy to bet against, you know, because he, he knocked out so many people in his career. It's crazy. All right, let's get some comments, guys. All right, we got a lot of comments on this one. Raw Festival, first round knockout for Lewis. Um, Rockwell says uh, Black Beast knockout. There you go, another knockout for, for uh, Derek Lewis. Dawkins got hit more than I think for Me too. I agree with that. Wonder if Dawkins tries to grapple. That's what Marcel thinks. 
Uh, Dawkins ain't no gone. Yeah, I agree with that too. I mean, I feel like he might have more like pure power, but like as far as technical striking, I mean, gone is obviously very, very good. And, he, and he's, you know, uses his kicks too. People make it seem like Dawkins has got blades type wrestling. No, I don't think he does either. I, 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 I think it'll be harder to get him down than Marcel said personally. I don't think it'll be as easy, but I could see it happening because Derek just doesn't have much um, take on defense at all. Dawkins opponents are weak. Doesn't be, be a favorite for me. I don't think you're wrong, Glenn, either. Honestly, like I have to pick someone. I'm going to pick the guy that you know, younger guy, more momentum. But you know, the odds are, I think they're fair right now. Earlier in the week, they were, they were wider. You know, body shot TKO. Doc is going to pick them apart. Well, hopefully, that's that's what we're picking. And I agree with this. Dulles is not a great nail, but he could be a great hammer. Um, let's see here. Latifi and Ivanov took down Lewis more times than Blades. I mean, you're not Blades wrestling is not important. Uh, that's the thing. The Latifi fight throws me off because he was going to lose that fight, Marcel. He basically had like 30 seconds, I think, in the end of the third round where he won the fight back. Remember that one, Marcel? Like, it wasn't impressive, you know? And, if, and Chris could do that to him, maybe, too. Um, let's see here. This is funny. Black Beast is a fetish for knocking out wrestlers. That is funny. Listen, Derek Lewis is a good fighter, man. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But again, you know, he's been stopped. He's been finished six times in his career. Doc is three times. I'll say this. This fight's not going five rounds. I'll say that right now. Odds on the... Wow, this seems low to be honest. Minus 350, guys, and the fight not going the distance. It should be like minus 700. How is it only minus 350? You're getting good value on that. That's a great parlay piece, I think. And honestly, I think like under one under one and a half rounds is plus money, but even under two and a half rounds is only minus, minus 150. That's a good bet, I think. I don't think this fight goes more than like one or two rounds. Max two rounds. I don't think it goes more than that. These guys don't have the cardio to go five rounds more, so there's just no way. So that, that's what I'd be looking at. Maybe like uh, the like um, the under, because I think it again. I think someone gets finished, gets flatlined in this fight, and I don't feel like it's. You know, I'm not going off the rails on that one, Marcel. I, I think all of us feel that way. All right. So, I, anyways, that's that's it for this part. This uh, preview that was fun, Marcel. It should be a good card, man. I'm looking forward to it. It's the last card of the year, guys, for the UFC. So enjoy it. Um, We'll be back next Monday. I'll be back with Marcel 5 p.m. Eastern. We'll recap this card. So hopefully uh, you guys enjoy the fights as we can make some money doing so. Marcel, plug yourself. Let's get out of here, my man. BitMarcel24 on Twitter and Instagram. MMADNA.nl on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. You guys can follow me on uh, Twitter at MMAdamartin. This podcast is at MMAdamartin.com. It's on our iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, all those places you can get it. Um also find me at maoddsbricker.com, myamainnews.com, and then bookies.com is uh, my new full-time employer. So things are going really well so far. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I, I definitely enjoyed it, Marcel. Thanks again. Um, we'll be back, like I said, Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern to recap what happened on this card. Good luck, everyone. Talk to you soon, guys. Peace.